0: Happy birthday. You're 41. I want to thank uh, Pastor Anthony for the opportunity to come here and be told that I'm only 41. <laughs> this morning I had the privilege of being a place where I was told I'm 21. And I don't know, even though he says 41 is that perfect number, I'm quite happy to be 21, actually. <laughs> Uh, this morning uh, I was at Canhill Methodist Church, one of your sister churches, and they celebrated their 21st anniversary. And uh, we did take time. I did take time to uh, uh, tell them that here at Amukio we would be celebrating 41 years. Your your pastor in charge, Anthony, his brother is is at Canhill. Uh, 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 so uh, Pastor Alan Lee is over there at Canhill, and we took some time to uh, to pray for you even as we celebrated their 41 years. And so, may I invite you to join in prayer as we pray for them. Let's pray together. Lord, thank you so much that we are family, that you have called us to be together here in Singapore as Methodist Church, as a Trinity Annual Conference. And together we pray for each other. We want to serve you together, help each other serve you together. We thank you for 21 years of faithfulness and love that you have shown to our younger sister congregation in Cairn Hill. We ask your continued blessing upon them as they seek uh, to do your will and bring glory to your name throughout all the nations. And of course this afternoon we thank you for 41 years of your faithfulness and love to us here in Amokyo. Lord, what whatever place you, you put us in, for however long or however short, in which, whichever church family uh, you, you place us, we pray that we may know that we are part of your worldwide family and that together in joyful service, we want to promote your word, worship, welcome, witness and wonder to all people. And so thank you again, Lord, for your faithfulness Now as we think about this portion of your written word and and your promise of a new season, we pray that your Holy Spirit will speak to each of our hearts, a word in season. In Jesus' name, Amen. A new season, this is the theme that has been chosen for your anniversary service. I'm not sure what inspired this theme, but I guess every anniversary, every birthday, is a good time to look forward to a new season, look forward to positive change and growth and development. There is a beautiful verse in the Bible that that describes God's mercies or God's love as new every morning, and I'm sure some of you know it because it's part of a very famous hymn, Great is Thy Faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. So this idea of a new season encourages us not to dwell on the past, not to dwell on yesterday, but to look forward in the hope of a new tomorrow. Um, Wanda read uh, that passage of scripture that I want to think about. I immediately thought of this passage when Pastor Anthony asked me to speak on a new season. It is Isaiah 10, to 11, verse 2. We heard her read it. But since we're together and we have technology that can put up the same version, let's join our voices and read it together as a congregation. Right, let's join our voices together. See, the Lord, the Lord Almighty, will lop off the boughs with great power. The lofty trees will be fell and the tall ones will be brought low. He will cut down the forest thickets with an axe. Lebanon will fall before the mighty one. A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots, a branch will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and of might, the spirit of the knowledge and fear of the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. This passage proclaims a new season of life. It actually is quite a surprising picture. Most of us were born in Singapore, is my guess, and, you know, we do not have four seasons. No winter, no spring, no autumn. It it seems to be always summer. Or maybe nowadays we have to speak of the hazy season every now and then. But I remember when I experienced my very first winter season i was 22 years old i was studying in england winter was was something i'd never seen before and then after that first winter my first spring and spring was such a wonderful surprise for me for three almost four dark winter months the ground looked so barren and bare branches of plants and trees looked dried dried up they look dead. But then, almost suddenly, I woke up one morning and I see green grass popping up from the ground. I see fresh green leaves coming out of for what so long looked like completely dead, dry-looking branches. And then flowers would start to bud. And when you're, you're there as a student, when it, when it starts to be spring, People don't want to be in class anymore, classrooms. They ask the lecturer, can we just go out and have our class outside in the open? They they prefer to do something like that. It's such a wonderful surprise to wake up and, and see these signs of spring as a new season breaks through. The picture in Isaiah chapter 11, verse 1 is a promise of a new season. A new season that is even more wonderfully surprising than the first signs of spring. Here we have new leaves, a new shoot growing out of a tree stump. This is not just a tree in winter that has lost all its leaves. We have a tree that has been chopped down completely. No branches, no tree trunk, only the stump or the roots of the tree are left. Now you, you need to understand and remember that the original Bible did not have chapter divisions did not even have verse divisions these chapters and the numbers were only added around the 12th century AD so many 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 years after the bible was first written originally then the end of what we call Isaiah chapter 10 would read directly into what we call Isaiah chapter 11 verse 1 so let me put up the two verses just before Isaiah 11:1 Okay, so there it is. Those are the verses before chapter 11, verse 1. And, and if you look at those verses, you can now see the picture just before chapter 11, verse 1. It's a picture of tall trees that have been chopped to the ground. Lofty trees fell, tall trees brought low. Sometimes because God loves us, He will allow the trees of our lives to be chopped down and humbled. Perhaps we have become too proud or maybe too complacent. Whatever the reason, when we are chopped down and humbled, it often feels as if our life has come to an end. Our leaves have fallen, our branches have been cut off, the very trunk of our life seems to have been chopped down. Nothing is left except the stump of our life tree. And when this happens we might feel like job who in chapter 7 verse 7 of his book reached a point in his life that made him cry in despair i'm finished i can't go on my eyes will never see happiness again it's easy to feel like that when our lives have been chopped down but then isaiah chapter 11 verse 1 proclaims a new season, a fresh start. From dead-looking branches come green leaves. From a chopped-down tree trunk springs new life. And this new life, this new season, can be even more wonderful than it ever was before. When I was in school, my teacher would sometimes play this game called, Who am I? She starts describing someone line by line, and we try to guess who is being described. For example, who am I? I love basketball. When I was 15 years old, I played basketball for my school team. But after the first few games, by the way, We might as well play it now. So once you think you know who I'm describing, uh, shout out the answer. And if you get it wrong, uh, it's it's fine. Later when we have the dance, you can come up here and join everybody. (laughs) Right? After the first few games, I was rejected because I didn't do well. After that early rejection, I trained even harder and became much better. I became so famous that even Bugs Bunny asked me to play in this movie, in his movie. Who am I? Yes, you all don't want to dance, right? You all got it right. I am Michael Jordan, regarded by most as one of the best basketball players, if not the best basketball player of all time. Let's try another one. Who am I? I was a slow starter. Most kids start speaking by two and a half to three years old. I couldn't speak until I was four years old. Most children start reading by five or six. I was slow. I only started when I was seven. I did not like school, and I did badly in class. When I was 15 years old, we Singaporeans call it Sec 3, I failed three subjects, history, geography and second language. My teacher described me in the report card as mentally slow, unsociable and always dreaming. I was so bad that I was eventually expelled from school. And so I tried applying to the polytechnic, but the polytechnic did not take me in. But somehow, despite my schoolboy failures, I became one of the most well-known names in the 20th century. And when I died in 1955, someone said that my contribution to man's understanding of the universe was unparalleled and that I would be, oops, established (laughs) for all time as a giant of science. But I'm sure most of you had guessed it already, right? I am Albert Einstein. Out of the disaster of a failed exam report card, a shameful expulsion from school, a rejected application to study in the poly, out of this seemingly dead stump, would emerge the glorious genius of an Albert Einstein. The God of Isaiah 11.1 1 proclaims that out of something that seems dead and dry can spring a new season of life. It seems impossible. It seems unrealistic. But this is the incredible proclamation of God in Isaiah 11.1. 1. A wonderful new season of life out of a tree that has been reduced to a stump. This is the promise and proclamation of God. Will you believe God for this new season of life? You've had 40, 41 years of life as a local church. It is a time to celebrate and to be happy. But maybe some of you as individuals are not so much excited and happy right now, but rather feeling tired, tired after many long years that seem monotonous and dry. Maybe some of you have been in Amokyo Church for all these 41 years. Others of you have joined much later. But in either case, it is easy to settle into the mundane, monotonous routine of life, even in church, life in general as well, where every week becomes the same old, same old. And soon one begins to feel dry and tired, or maybe even discouraged. Nothing seems to change for the better. Or worse, we fear that the only change that might occur will be for the worse. The good old days seemed so much easier and so much better. And we fear what lies ahead. A new season? It might be a bad season. I suspect that Amokyo's 41 years as a local church have had both good and and bad seasons, but God has seen you through both the ups and downs. And today, let us embrace anew the promise of Isaiah 11 1 for the years ahead. Let's focus not on our tiredness or on our fears. Let's focus instead on God and His Word. Let's embrace God's promise in Isaiah 11 1 and believe God's proclamation of a new season a glorious season of new life i wonder if you know someone who needs to hear God's proclamation of a new season maybe someone like mark who is feeling discouraged because he could not secure he could not secure a place in university or poly Or perhaps you know someone like Mary, now a single mum with two young children, drowning in despair after her 40-year-old husband was taken from her so suddenly. Or someone like David, who at 65 years old was feeling sad and even a little ashamed as he reached his twilight years. David's father was a farmer, and David's dad died when David was only five years old. David quit school when he was only 14 years old and did farm work, but he never really liked it. So he gave up farming, he got a job as a bus conductor, but after a while found that he hated the boring repetitiveness of that job as well. So he decided to enlist in the army, having to lie that he was already 18 when in fact he was only 16. But after one year in the army, David was discharged. He got married at 19, he was blessed with a son and and two daughters. But later that blessing of a son would, would hurt so much because he had to bury his son who died at 22 from tonsil infection. David's life had ups and downs, like most people, I guess. But the downs seemed to be more frequent for David. Nothing ever seemed to last or to stick. Either he would quit or he would be asked to quit. He worked for the railroad and then later even in a law firm. But he would involved in a drunken fight or something and would be asked to move on. He tried selling insurance, then he tried running a ferry boat, and then he even manned the pumps at a gas station. Finally, he felt a bit of real fulfilment and happiness when he got a job in his early 60s as a chief cook in a restaurant. But then, after a couple of years, that restaurant had to shut down when a new highway that bypassed the restaurant was constructed. David was now 65 years old, in the twilight of his life, and he felt sad, he felt ashamed that he did not have much to show for his life. And when he received his first Social Security handout, he says that he felt not just shame, but even anger. He felt as if his country was telling him that it was all over now for your life. It was time to retire. And yet, amazingly, a new season, a long new season, was just about to begin for David. At 65 years old, his hair already completely white, David used that social security check of $105 to franchise his own special recipe for cooking fried chicken. And a new season began for Harlan David Sanders, who most of us know from the white-haired image of Colonel Sanders of KFC. The hope of a miraculous new season, a new start, is the promise, is the certain hope presented to us by God in his word. We read it here in Isaiah where new life, a new shoot, grows out of a tree that has been cut down right to the stump. And we hear this promise of a new season also in the story of the tree upon which the man Jesus was hung to die. We see it in the central story of God's Word, of the man Jesus hung on a tree to die. A man apparently forsaken, apparently rejected by both God and men, executed as a criminal, placed in a tomb. But then amazingly, a new season began. Out of the winter of darkness, out of death itself, the spring of new life, as this man rises from the dark tomb of death. And this rising is more miraculous than the genius of Einstein. This is truly light out of darkness, new life out of a dead stump. And this same man, the same God who raised this man from the dead, proclaims the promise of a new season of life and light for all dying stumps. What season of life awaits, Aumokyo Methodist Church? What season of life awaits you and your family? Whatever season it may feel like for us right now, God invites us to find hope and courage in Jesus the Christ who died but rose again. He gives us all the promise of a glorious new season of life for all time. Let's put our trust in him. Amen.